one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering community for salt. This is the Howling Salt Mine. It's the Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Mine. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling Salt Mine podcast. The podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community, find the saltiest stories, the saltiest posts, those salty stories where you're pissing off your friends and they're flipping tables and throwing cards. We put them in our mind cart and bring them back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Mike and Tony. Say hey, guys. What up, what up, what up? Hello. Hello, indeed. And you know what, guys? We're continuing the streak. Mm. You know, it's been a bit of a dry spell before this. We had Tyler on a couple weeks ago, but uh, we're mixing it up. We we have this extra seat in the mine cart, and frankly, it demands to be filled. <laughs> it fucking demands it. Yeah. <laughs> the seat is like, please fill me. Don't think about that too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and today we are stoked to be joined by, you might know him from his amazing TikToks, his short form comedy that's out there. He's got a bunch of awesome stuff on TikTok and Instagram, on Twitter. Also, one of my absolute favorite Magic the Gathering shows, Spicy Plays. We have Mark Mook Dubs MTG on with us today. Hey, Mark. Oh, hey, I, I am excited to be filling that seat and filling the cart and filling anything else that needs to be filled, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks. Bold statement and choice there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I that's how I was let in and I'm going to go with it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks for it. feels always weird getting like words of affirmation like that. It, like, it means a lot. I appreciate it. And I'm stoked to be here. Dude, the spicy place thing is funny because I found your channel like before, I think before we even started this show. And just fucking tore through all of the videos. Uh, and if people don't know what spicy plays are, it's basically like somebody eats a super hot pepper and then does a deck tech while their mouth is on fire. And it's just such a funny idea. It's very much <laughs> um, inspired by uh, Hot Pepper Gaming, which was a YouTube channel I saw like years ago. And I was like, video game reviews are boring and they almost all sound the same. And no offense to all the like the deck tech shows out there, but at a certain point, all deck techs sound the same so yeah, honestly for sure the deck tech is the least important part of the show the most important part is just watching other creators people in the magic space like suffer for yeah. shit laughs on the internet <laughs> <laughs> imagine if i was more consistent with it i am unfortunately sometimes lazy and i don't work on it as much as i should but i'm slowly trying to clear the plate and make more of those I don't know if I can say this, but I will say that uh, that I filmed one with you a while back, and yes, sir. it it was quite the experience, man. I think you crushed it. It was this funny thing where I, right after I ate it, I was like, I can't believe I asked Mark to be on this yeah. show. Like, <laughs> I think that's been the more common thread is people who have agreed to yeah. do it for the most part, have been like, yeah, I got this no problem. Uh, Big Dan, shout out Big Dan, was like, I'm going to do two. And I was like, I bet you don't. And he <laughs> had one and almost threw up halfway through. And then he's like, I'm not going to do the other one. I was like, I didn't plan on you to do it. 
Yeah, it, it's so brutal. I had a habanero for mine, which took like an hour and a half to track one down in a supermarket yeah. and find because I, I live in like a super white bread town. The epilogue to that was that I had a buddy coming over and me, him and my wife were going to go out to get like Szechuan hot pot afterwards. Oh, my God. So so I ate a habanero pepper whole and then came downstairs and I was like, I'm like pretty lightheaded. Like I'm <laughs> kind of crazy feeling right now. I mean, like, all right, let's go with like some like Szechuan peppercorns and and like super spicy chili broth, you know. <laughs> and then your stomach was immediately like, but no, not yeah, we can't do more. <laughs> I still ate it. All I can say is that I'm I'm glad I have a couple of days in the house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the aftermath is always the worst. And I do try to check in on people. It's like, hey, I just want to make sure you were like good after we hung up and stopped talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we talked about this in the past, but I did a very similar thing once at a show at like a singing show where like oh, yeah. I was in a quartet <laughs> and we all took a habanero and we're like, all right. <laughs> We're going to fucking eat this and then try and sing a song. And it was it was fucking horrible. Like, it was hilarious. It's, it's so funny. Yeah, my it. pain was the quite audience comical. Loved it. Yeah, audience was there for it. And it will never not be funny. The misfortune of it. It's schadenfreude, exactly. right? Yeah. To watch yeah, another person really suffer. We are all terrible people <laughs> yeah, in our we course. We fucking love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> like I said, there's something like deep and primal about all people that it's like, I know I shouldn't laugh at watching another person in pain and suffering, but it's but i'm gonna but i'm gonna got it. <laughs> also like with a deck tech too like i had it all planned out and i just remember yep. my mind going fucking blank and being like frantically pulling up cards and being like there's a, a mountain in the deck uh, yeah uh. <laughs> and i tell people that all the, like i think for the first one or two i had people like just send me like a rough outline and then after that point i just told people was like make sure it's a deck you know because yeah. you're gonna start and forget <laughs> Half the cards, half the cards in front of you. I can barely read and I'm illiterate as is. So I'm like, <laughs> the last one I did, I was like, I can't read this card. I don't know what it is. And you just like have to guess kind of. <laughs> like, I think this is what it does. Yeah, I think my favorite one is when you do the, what is it? The one chip challenge, the Paki, what is it? Paki or whatever? Paki? The Paki. Yeah, that that one. Uh, if people out there Dang. haven't checked it out, like that is a really good one to start with because that one's fucking hilarious, and, and it's the man himself on it. So I had a lot of fun doing that one, and that's the other thing. Whenever it's something that's like, oh, it's a, it's a different pepper, it's something else that's hot. Like when it was the habaneros, that's why I tell people to do those. Is like I did it, and I know what it kind of yeah. feels like, so I can kind of like. Mm prep them a little bit yeah <laughs> i wasn't gonna tell someone yeah go go to the store and find the, the one ship i don't know what it's gonna be like <laughs> yeah from seeing those online it could be pretty catastrophic when people yeah. eat them <laughs> and then there's the freaks that are like yeah it's whatever oh yeah dude but but that's not good entertainment that would not yeah. be someone just does a regular deck tech <laughs> <laughs> that's my like i'm waiting for that to happen where i have somebody come on and they just like yeah whatever yeah <laughs> it was nothing <laughs> It's like, well, now my show's boring. Thanks. <laughs> well, one of the things that we love to do with our guests on this show is ask them a couple questions. And like I say every single time, this is this is a pretty grueling exam, really. It's it's actually mm -hmm. more like a like a standardized test, actually. So mm -hmm. we will just cut the feed if if you fuck up. Um, so nice. you know, no pressure, but yeah, also don't make, don't make me look stupid. All right. <laughs> yeah. I do that enough on my own. Please don't make it worse. <laughs> The first question that we like to ask everybody is, how did you get into magic? Uh, it's super funny that you ask, because at the time of recording, it's not 
up on my TikTok or Instagram or wherever, but I did just film a video where I went back to the summer camp that I saw the game for the first time. No I was, way. I was in fifth grade and I just was walking like around camp doing like between swim or something like that. And I saw like CITs, which are like high school age kids. Mm-hmm. The cool kids, the cool older yeah. kids. The cool right. kids, what I thought were the cool kids yeah, because they right. like had authority, even though they yeah. had zero but, authority. Like, not much. But actually zero. They, we just were like, I was in fifth grade. So that's what I thought. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they were, they were playing and I just was like looking at it and saw art of like, it was around Urza block. So it was like, I mean, I'm in fifth grade, I'm 32 now. So whatever year that is, I'm not going to try to do the math. I remember that because that's when I went to the store and saw it. But so they were playing like Urza blocks, but I remember like survival of the fittest and all those kind of cards went to the store, bought like, I think because Mercadian mask was the first set I played from bought a pre-constructed deck, had no idea what I was doing, played the game wrong for like years. <laughs> We still played the game wrong. I was just gonna yeah. say, still, still do. Um, and we, I played like up to like Kamigawa, like OG Kamigawa. Nice. But showed up to camp one day with my cards, and nobody played anymore. So I sold oh. them all, sold like everything oh. to a kid for like two hundred bucks. Oh, you're gonna say like five sticks of gum or something? Like. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I made money, so I'm, I'm a kid. I'm like, I'm gonna go buy video games. Because oh hell yeah. Yeah. I can do that, but I try not to think about what was in those boxes. I don't think I had any, I at least tell myself I didn't have anything crazy. <laughs> in um, and then I picked the game back up during COVID. Like I think a lot of people did um, just buddy hit me up. He's like, you want to play magic? And I was like, sure. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you want to like try commander? And I was like, what the fuck's commander? Uh, and he sent me like, I think he either sent me game nights or uh, like a gameplay show. And I was like, oh, it's multiplayer because we were doing yeah. faux multiplayer as kids just so we could all play together. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that era of kitchen table like or, or camp table camp magic. Table magic. We, we yeah. Threw mana burn out the window when we were kids. So like we and then I said something was, was like, ahead of your time. <laughs> yeah. And then my buddy was like, dude, mana burn's not a thing anymore. I was like, oh, we knew that was we knew that was a stupid mechanic. <laughs> Yes. And then I, in our play group was Tori, Tori of the Vast of Scry Babies. And she was already kind of doing, she wasn't doing Scry Babies yet. She was doing just her yep. thing. Um, and she was like, I don't know why you're not on TikTok making videos about this stuff. And then I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. And then right video goes off the right time, the right place, right people see it. And then it kind of just like, all right, shit, I'll just keep making <laughs> silly videos. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, man. What was the video? Was there, uh, was there one that you're like, oh, that was that one just went? There's been a couple. Um, the one I did about the camp did well. I was like, I smeared like an ice cream sandwich all over my mouth. And it was just <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> watching people play magic, listening to CKY. And then you were like, dude, so I was like, we're all the same. All these kids in this era of our childhoods were the same kid. Yeah, it's so good. That one did well. There was like some I did about like proxies because it just anytime mm. it like starts a debate in the chat, at least on TikTok, it just pushes yeah. your algorithm. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I did like some video like people want to talk about proxies. Why don't you proxy up some bitches? <laughs> and then, like that one like did well. Like so stuff like that always like anytime you can like I hate to say like every now and then I like egg on to like get some kind of argument going, but it's either a genuine conversation I try to get wrapped around like a joke mm-hmm. and then I'll do like other responses talking about it or it's like a legitimate joke at the expense of an archetype a, a certain player a certain type of player <laughs> something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome man I I think one of my favorite ones like the series that you do 
it's like the one more rip series yeah, where that's it's dude, like somebody sitting and it's like it's like all right dude one more rip and then like a bong rip sound and then it's like ah now i'm like riding this toad this git rod that one, those ones were so, so were really fun like that was i think that's also like the cool thing about tiktok is the first one i saw was some girl who was doing that with like halo videos and then <laughs> that was it i was like all right well, what if i can do that with magic and it just it it took off on tiktok and then i just started putting them up on instagram and now they're like, it's just like, there's that subgenre of like magic stoners that I'm just like, yeah. hey, I know who you are. I got you. <laughs> I might not be like as hardcore with that stuff anymore, just in my old age, but I know, I know you're out there and I see you and I got content for you. Yeah. I love that shit, man. It's so good. <laughs> and it's also cool. Like there's, I did that and uh, there's like another, like, I can't remember what it was. It was like some like trap dance guy. Like he was doing stuff and it was like. I just, so I was just looking up cards that had like sort of people dancing or looking like they're dancing to it. And it's like a beef <laughs> thing. So I think that's also cool. Like people see new art that they haven't seen or cards that they yeah. had no idea existed. And yeah, it gives me an excuse to kind of like scroll through cards and find new cards. And then like, I was, what was it? it was like propaganda. So I was like, what is this card? It's like, how do you not know what propaganda is? Mm. <laughs> you must play with nice people. Yeah. <laughs> so like on our Instagram page, I would just post a salty card and be like, hey, is this a salty yeah. card? Does this make you salty? And some people would be like, whoa, I've never fucking seen this before. I got to like put that in a deck. And it is the same thing. I would be like, this is just like back to basics. Like, and I think I, I think that might be how I found your show was either. Yeah, on, I think so. It was either on Instagram or on Twitter, whichever or X, whatever the hell we call it now. Yeah. And it was just like it was Zitter. some nasty card and i was like oh that's a disgusting i don't remember what card it was he was like i hate that card yeah that, that's like the reaction that i wanted to elicit was people being like wow fuck that card like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so the other question we love to ask people is what makes you salty it's definitely changed over like the course of just playing at the kitchen table again um and then like trying to do content and play with more people and play with other creators mm -hmm. and stream. Like when it was just me and friends, it's like, I hate mill. <laughs> yes. I hate, feel like I'm being targeted with mill. And then you're just watching your deck go into the graveyard. And then you're like, I hate this. And they're like, well, why don't you run counter tech? And it's like, I'm not going to build a whole deck just to play against that deck. Yeah. <laughs> like that's such, that's such not that. the right answer. Yeah. Now it's kind of more just one, like, win conless control board wipe typo and stuff like that especially if you're gonna like have like a stream i don't want to like if he, if he sees this or hears this podcast i don't want to give him a hard time so i'm not gonna mention my name but he knows who he is <laughs> he's uh, he's a super awesome guy he's so nice he, he was like i'm trying to get streaming going i'm like all right cool for sure like you were one of the first people that were supporting me i'm down and I sat through a three and a half hour game. Oh just, my God, dude. I play this counter. I play this, wipe the board. There's like one creature and he's wiping the board. And like <laughs> I was I was sitting there, luckily no face cam, and my face was just on the mic. It's like <laughs> I play this for so long. And you like you kind of want to bow out and be like, buddy, like you don't want to like call him out. It's like, man, can we just not do this anymore yeah <laughs> so, so that like every now and then you still get people but i think people are kind of turning on that it's like hey if we're doing a stream let's do some stuff it doesn't need to be like all, all due respect to like elder dragon hijinks where it's just like it looks like they don't run any interaction like mm -hmm. i don't need to play games like that <laughs> but i do like them i think those games are super fun but it's just like just try to do something yeah and then another type I don't like is is just like mislead not misleading, but kind of just like not reading the room of like a game. Yep. Like I played a game and it was for like a charity stream 
and it was like, yeah, we're casual. We were playing with like another creator, but he wanted his like son to play for him. So it was like, oh, that's so cool. Super casual. He was playing like whatever the new like Galta uh, tag team. I can't remember what it is called. Oh, and... yeah. It's the vampire and Galta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a super casual deck. Like it's strong, but it's like extremely casual. And then mm-hmm. one of the guys was like, oh, I'm going to play Marin. I'm like, okay. And then he, <laughs> we're like turn two and three starts coming around. I was like, is this just the old Marin CEDH list? And then he like comboed off with like Protean Hulk. And I was just like, buddy. It's oh <laughs> like, okay, dude. There's a child here. There's like... a child here and has, <laughs> he had no idea what's happening to him. And I said something like, yeah, so we, so we, and then his response was, well, I have to explain the combo. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> I understand like, this isn't like meta CEDH deck anymore, but man, <laughs> like you brought way too high of a power deck to this very casual thing. It's like, <laughs> I try to keep in mind sometimes where it's like, listen, your seven might not be my seven. There's very, you know, levels yeah. of su- subjectivity in that, like, you know, yeah. home metas and LGSs and stuff, but come on. You know, like you, you should know when something's way, way going to blow people out. A hundred percent. I feel like that's so important for streams too, because yeah. the goal needs to be entertainment. You know, like we don't do tons of streams, but we pop on like a CDH stream from time to time. And I yeah. usually, before we like actually start playing, I'll be like, is it cool if I play my stacks deck? If you don't want me to, yeah. like I won't. But if it if you're cool with it, I will because I know that can be kind of unpleasant, you know. <laughs> and I and I've been on the other. I I did it once. I played a power down Eureka deck. I thought it was power down. Oh ninjas. man, no such thing, dude. It's like Najila, yeah. how we were talking about before we started. There is no Eureka deck that can be tamed. I felt really bad and like yeah. I apologized afterwards. Like I'm really sorry. I thought I powered it down <laughs> some. It clearly needs more things taken out of it i just want ninjas i'm so sorry yeah no yeah. what you have to take out is your rico that, uh, yeah that, but i like yeah. her i like her she's so cool that's how you power it down honestly <laughs> you don't fucking is, run that Eureka. literally is the way to power down your rico deck is you cannot play your I, I should just do the was it uh tetsuo umazawa because especially since i have the yeah. um the yoji shinkawa art one like i should just oh, yeah. that nice but then I just look at Eureka and I'm like, but this deck's so cool. Yeah, I just want to I want to put cards in my hand, you know? <laughs> it's it's that constant struggle of like, no, I can make it fun and not super powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play Eureka, and these guys have heard me say that line so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't play it anymore. And there's a reason for it that. It is still sitting in its box. I haven't played it in quite some time. <laughs> yep. Mine is like literally right next to me. I was pulling lands out of it for another deck earlier today. I was like, probably doesn't need these lands in here anymore. <laughs> I liked it better when it was a CDH deck, honestly. <laughs> honestly, it was fun when it when I played it in CDH, but the problem was that the new Kamigawa set came out, and I was like, there's some cool ninjas that I want. Yeah. That's my thing. I just want the ninjas. And they're they're not quite CDH playable, but even for like high power casual, it is it just melts face. Like because the difference between a high power Eureka deck and a CDH Eureka deck is like 10 cards. It's like <laughs> yeah. very small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to like when I started playing, it gives me an excuse to run Title Kraken, which was in the first deck I ever bought, which oh, is just yeah, a super bad 6 6 unblockable that costs, I think, nine mana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it's in the deck is to flip it. And I go, hey, I like that card when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't know it was that bad. It's amazing. <laughs> Well, I love that. I think you're the first guest to come on and say that they dislike a specific mechanic, which was Mill. And I totally agree. 
Mill fucking sucks, dude. Mill sucks. I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten better because I, I was told several times by a couple friends, like, I'm no better. I play wheels with Nekusar. <laughs> and um, you're no better. And I'm like, no, but yeah. you, get card, you get cards back. They're not just going in the yard. You get them back. You get new cards. And they're like, it's not that much different. I'm like, oh, fair. <laughs> so I try to be more tolerant of you mill players, but you you win con list control. No, I yeah, still still not a fan. Yeah. I agreed. Yeah, that is rough. I feel like I always have a a graveyard deck with me. A because I like those kinds of decks, but yeah. for those, that's how I counter it. <laughs> it's by like, it's like by deck. having a graveyard deck that's like, okay, you're just filling me up. Like, let's fucking go. I'm gonna fucking crush <laughs> you with this as soon as you give me the chance. Like <laughs> so true. Yeah, Nick in our pod plays a Bruvac deck every once in a while. And Rough. pretty much without fail, uh, those mills are going at Tony almost every yeah. single time. Yeah. And I think it's because Tony has a little bit of graveyard synergy. And then Nick is like, all right, it's a race to the bottom. Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, my, my buddy had this like weird patron of the moon deck. Like, I just never understood how it worked. Hmm. And it, but it always ended up with several of like Ruin Crab and all the other oh, mill yeah, crabs yeah. out. And he's like, mill two, mill six. And I'm like, I'm just going to. You do, do are you gonna beat me? Can you just beat me? <laughs> I don't have any graveyard recursion in this deck. I, I have some mill decks that I play, but mill is never the main win con. It just yeah. is like kind of a disruption sort of thing. Or like a means to an end. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like like Anawan, you mm-hmm. mill and then you can draw some cards and, and that's really it. But the milling is nice, but it's like I don't have any big synergy with that or anything. Hey, Self mill, you want to mill yourself into the graveyard, stuff like that, get stuff out of the yard all for it you mill me i'm immediately looking at my graveyard just fill up and i'm not happy yeah <laughs> but i wanted to play those cards. i wanted to play that and then you get to a point where it's like ah, big men are like i would have loved that that would have stopped oh, this from happening yeah that yeah, been nice yeah. yeah that you start just asking all those questions mm-hmm. <laughs> if only i had that well sweet well shall we get into it guys this is like the amuse bouche we're talking about a little bit of salt here but i, I crave more you know Mm-hmm. My cholesterol isn't high enough. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam, what salt? Ooh, great question, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Salt is frustration in the game, as we like to say on this show. It's it's really anything from a, a very minor offense to like table flipping rage. Salt <laughs> kind of captures all of that. It's an umbrella term, quite frankly. Uh, I think a lot of people say, like, ah, I don't get salty. And then you're like, yeah, but what if a player does this? They're like, well, that's annoying. And I'm like, okay, so you do get salty. <laughs> like, you just you just think that salty is somebody rage quitting, but there's so much more to that. Yeah, it's a spectrum. Maybe you're just getting a little bit quiet at the table and having a little less fun, kind of starting to get sulky, you know? Maybe you just start targeting somebody because they've been targeting you the whole time, and you got to pay that salt back a little bit. Uh, maybe you throw a card every once in a while, but hopefully not at somebody. Um, none of us are doing that. But if you do, I hope it's at least a blight steal. Yeah, yeah. make it a blight steal at least. <laughs> and and hopefully you cast fling and you're just uh, little, you're it's really just a little blight steal. Why are you guys hating on the boy? <laughs> <laughs> He's just a little guy. <laughs> a little mana cost, little shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Listen, I just I got him onto the field for free. Why are you guys all upset about it? <laughs> He's just a little guy. <laughs> He's just a little guy. <laughs> my power is small. My toughness is small. Yeah, my guy. hands are small. My features are small. <laughs> if people know Portlandia, there, there's this Portlandia sketch about being a little guy. And it's so good. I, I think about it like daily. And Mike and I quote it to each other like every single time. <laughs> Very good. Highly recommended. 
But yeah, we're going to be talking about salt today. And we got three beautiful salty stories that we're going to be sharing with everybody and getting some of that extra spicy salt that Mark is bringing. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Hell yeah. Let's. I'm down. Let's fucking do it. All right. Our first post comes to us from Reddit. We're going to kick it off with the EDH subreddit here. And this one comes to us from user Technical Knee 7031. If you guys ever see user Technical Knee 7031 around the subreddits, give an upvote. You know the drill. Spread that good will. And the post is titled Bad Commander Night Experience. Did I just get unlucky? And it goes. Hey, besties. Smiley face. <laughs> Thanks for reading the smiley face. <laughs> hey, you know, I I was like, do I even read this? But I, I think I had to. Right? Is it like a smiley face emoji or is it old school? Like, type yeah, down emoji? That is the yeah, question. Th- this is this is a colon right parentheses. This is okay, classic. Nice. Someone, someone's showing their age. Yeah. If there's no nose, it's not even that old. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know you're a boomer when you add the nose to an emoticon smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) I just went to my first Commander night ever at my LGS. I've always loved Commander, and I've always wanted to really play Commander like it should be played, in a group of four with close friends or cool people. Here, here, I agree with that shit. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I did not have an amazing time. The people I played with were kind of rude. They would never pay attention to my plays and then would get upset when they didn't have time to react to something, even though they weren't even watching my plays. I would understand if they thought I was moving too fast, but they would constantly ask me to repeat my turn just because they didn't pay enough attention to a single thing I did. One guy was also playing an insanely expensive and competitive deck, which is totally fine. You do you. But he kept getting so pissed when we would have to team up on him. Like, you're literally doing so much better than us. Of course we would try to stop you. We want to win too, and our decks just aren't at the same power level. Sometimes he would even threaten me that he would just focus me down for the rest of the game if I board wiped or removed something of his. If you played a much higher power level at a casual commander social event, I feel like you should expect a little bit of an arch enemy to happen. I'm a college student. I sure as heck can't afford all the craziest, most expensive cards. I don't know. Maybe I just got an unlucky group of people to play with. I've had a hard time making friends at magic events. I just don't think I connect with a lot of other magic players, maybe. Luckily, my brothers, who got me into the format, will usually go with me to things. It seemed like some other people were cooler and more my speed, but I was too nervous to initiate anything after that experience I had just had. I love this format, and I really want to play with people I get along with, so let me know if you have any tips about what to avoid or what to look for. Hmm. Interesting. A lot to unpack with this one. I feel bad for them. Like that's right. That yeah. is, fucking sucks. That's yeah. suck. like, that is like, what was the, what was the user's name again? I'm sorry. Technical knee, technical knee, like, like my knee. Yeah. Knee. Like, like, yeah. Like, like the thing uh, on your my leg. Knee. <laughs> All right, technical knee. I will love to play games with you. Yeah. That, like, that yeah. is, that is a shitty first experience at an LGS first. Yeah, it is. I, I think we all like sometimes space out, especially if it's like a longer game a little mm-hmm. bit, but, you know, it's totally. like, hey, like at a certain point, that's on you. And if things start resolving and you weren't paying attention, that's on you. Even if mm-hmm. it's not like CEDH, like at a certain point, it's like, hey, like we're still trying to play a game here. We're like, yeah, I, put, I did the thing. Like, how long am I supposed to wait for you to like snap back to reality? And you know, mm-hmm. whoops, there goes gravity. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to set somebody up. <laughs> Here's the layup. The layup. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, and then, like, to get mad, especially if you are, I mean, again, 
if they're a newer player, I don't know how true it could be that like their deck is super overpowering them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. If you are continually getting ganged up on because you're winning, that's how multiplayer games work. Mm-hmm. Kind of expect it to happen. Yep. A hundred percent. The first thing here with people not paying attention to what you're doing on your turn, I think that there's like a little bit of grace there. Like you said, Mark, in a longer game, maybe there are some things that you miss or maybe you get a little distracted, like whatever is going on. But to have that be like a constant thing in a game, it's like, do you guys even really want to be playing this? Yeah. Because we don't have to play this game if you just truly do not give a shit. Like, that's fine. I'll do something else. I'll play with people who do care. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that stuff really bugs me because just having to redo things and people are like, oh, I want to react. And generally speaking, people are pretty good at announcing what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, that could be a factor too, but it doesn't sound like that's really a thing here. So I think that's super fucking frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's how the game plays, right? You literally say, I'm doing this on your yeah. turn. <laughs> like, and it, it's, I feel like every game that happens where like people miss something, right? But it, it's when it's happening every turn that it's like, come on, bro. Yeah, like, when it's constant. Fucking go play solitaire on somebody else's time. Like, I'm trying to play games. And if you're at an event, like, just because I just recently started going to more events, it's there's so much stuff happening all the time everywhere around, <laughs> yeah. and there's so much sensory overload. Yeah. It's inevitable that, like, maybe somebody you see or something else has happened over there, and you just start having a side conversation. Squirrel! Yeah, squirrel! <laughs> like, like, I've had that habit, and you're just like, I just kind of come up and it's like, hey, did I miss anything that's like major like did am i dead did somebody win yeah it's like, totally. oh, sorry <laughs> hey, i'm so sorry i spaced yeah. out i got distracted but yeah if you're gonna play the game play the game i mean you don't have to be like super anal about every little detail like i don't know what that card hey can i read that card can i read that card can i read that card because at a certain yeah. point that does get annoying yeah but that yeah that's that's not how you want to start your commander experience at an lgs mm-hmm. as an extension of that you can always call people back to the table especially if you're playing something kind of important and you want people to be more engaged you can be like hey, you know i'm playing this is that cool like yeah you know triumph of the hordes like how yeah. do you guys feel about that you know <laughs> and and kind of call people back in yeah. with something like that i think it's interesting that this player like identifies like i feel like maybe i don't relate to a lot of magic players i think with a sample size of three people you got to keep looking like there's definitely more mm-hmm. people out there you know you, the people that got you into the game they're great people to start looking out for so you got to keep trying things it doesn't always have to be lgs's like you can just meet your friends that already play like do they have some other friends that play like you can kind of go through that a little more pre-cons get your friends some pre-cons tell them to just get totally whatever. to buckle up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, come on, I really, I really want you to try this game. Just get this. I'll play this with you. And like, just you all rock pre-cons only. You have those yeah. like dedicated, untouched pre-cons for like your friends that you just want to have over. Like, oh, yeah. Try it out. Exactly. Yeah, it's a great way of doing it. One thing is also like it, it is OK if you end up finding you don't relate to like most people playing magic in an lgs you can just find those that solid group and like Mm -hmm. skip that part you can just enjoy the game how you want to enjoy it yeah Yeah. as far as like tips for finding people to get along with and stuff like that i mean there's there's a bunch of different ways of doing it like i think something that has worked well for me is finding people at the lgs that i really vibe with and then continuing that friendship outside of the lgs and like playing games at my house or, or well, at my apartment back in the day or linking up with those people and being like, yo, I'm going to be going to the LGS on this certain day. Will you be there? Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can play at an LGS and not play with all the randos that are there. You can just have your dedicated crew and find them. But I think it's kind of a natural thing that you eventually will just play against enough people that at some point it's just going to hit. Like, I think we've all been in pods where you you play against a random person. And you're just like, oh, man, this person's energy is super cool. They're yeah. really chill. They're cracking jokes with me. Like, this is the exact vibe that I want. Whenever you find that, just be like, hey, I'd love to play games again with you. Do you have like a Discord name? Do you get something like that? Like, let's let's sync up and make sure we we get games again in the future. And just general Discord, like there's tons of them out there that are free to join. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, oh, yeah, that, whether they're creators or they're just like general Discord servers, just like what spell table brought to Commander and Magic oh, yeah, online dude. through the pandemic is awesome. Yeah. You don't have to just hop in random rooms in spell table like join a discord server with other magic players but if you don't join the random ones how are you gonna get just fucking exiled from a game yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> you're missing out if you're too exclusive on the, on the discord right. ones got it you gotta get exiled once in a while but i, I mean I'll, I'll shout out some of the people in our patreon discord we've got a crew of people that jam games literally every thursday night they're like Thursday night crew. Let's come together and play some games. And, you know, it's it's awesome. So you can definitely like find your people either in an LGS or a discord. Sometimes there's like local discords as well mm -hmm. where you can find yeah. friends and then link up and, and hang out in real life. My LGS has a discord that's like just for people that, you know, it just has yeah. a QR code at the front desk for you to scan. So yeah. like anyone that shows up for an event is then like able to kind of stay in the loop about stuff. It's cool. For sure. For me, the big takeaway is is sort of like you had bad experiences in person where that is yeah. typically a smaller pool, right? It's going to be yeah. a small pool, but the internet is vast. The likelihood of there being somebody out there that enjoys things that you would enjoy and magic is like high. Mm -hmm. Like you can find them, but it'll take some searching for sure. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? I think it's also easier a little bit to to do the virtual thing and to like mm -hmm. find people via discord or something like that than it is like physically in an lgs at least for me to like walk up to somebody and be like do you want to play with me yeah. <laughs> i'm just bad at it i'm well, like you're doing that, dude, it feels not... easy if like... you say it that way it's very off-putting actually <laughs> i mean yeah. that was like what i like the first time i went to like the first convention i went to and there was like you could just go up to the guy and like i'll put you in a pod like thank god i don't want to have to like <laughs> yeah. find yeah. an open spot just tell me where to go sir <laughs> Tell me yeah. where the friends are. Tell, tell me where the potential yeah, friends, are. friends are. <laughs> Honestly, that is a really good piece of advice right there, which is the vast majority of other Magic players out there are feeling just as awkward as you are. Yep. And like, yeah. if you're like, hey, do you want to play with me? The majority of people will be like, oh, yeah, I've been waiting for someone to ask me that. <laughs> like, I feel like if you just put yourself out there a little bit, generally speaking, you're going to get some pretty good reception there. Yeah, that is an unlucky not good first experience that is yeah. kind of like what you hate to see because that's your now that's your like your line but the, in the good way that's your line so it, it could should just yeah. go up should yeah. go up after that yeah. yeah also if you're in college like see if any of the other people at yeah. your school play like totally. often schools have like a magic club of some kind that you can you can get some there's usually a at. dark cave somewhere mm -hmm. on the campus yeah, that you'll, some, you'll like, see the magic players gathering yeah. <laughs> some basement that's like half like lab and also half like open room that you can just and zero ventilation to get the no true experience. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude! You, gotta you know, build it. up a good. Got to be motor base. Got to be musty. What, uh, what do we think about the salt rating on this one? Hmm, is salt fair? I mean, it's it's salt on it's salt on the other people's part, like to get all upset that yeah. If you brought an overpowered deck and you're getting upset, that people are like 
tag teaming on you. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I think that this is super high salt. I, I think that our friend technical knee here is taking this all pretty good in stride with a yeah. decent attitude. But if this shit was happening to me, or if I was seeing this shit go down where people were not paying attention to the game, especially with a new player or like pub stomping and like whining uh, when you have any sort of retaliation, like these are kind of classic things that are rude <laughs> and will, will <laughs> definitely make somebody salty. So I mean, for this stuff to happen to a new player and and kind of have them question, like, if they want to keep playing Magic even a little bit, like, to me, that's high salt. I think anything that pushes somebody out of the hobby, which in my experience is generally very welcoming and awesome, for sure, that just sucks, you know? Yeah, I get upset by this. The poster isn't very upset, but I'm upset because of like the situation. That the, yeah, I'm upset for yeah. that. So I'm I'm salty, but they seem fine. So uh, that's good, at least. Yeah, they, they have a good attitude. I will say, like when I reached out to this person, I was like, "Hey, can I use this on on the podcast?" They were like, "Well, I'm not really that salty," and I was like, "Yeah, no, I I feel that for sure." But like this situation still sucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, so we got a, a user informed salt score here. Yeah, of not exactly. that salty. Okay, great. <laughs> well, another one. Let's another. do it. Let's move on to another. Um, so this next one comes to us from our Gmail account. This is a Gmail submission, and comes to us from our buddy, a spicy strawberry. I already like him. Ooh, fitting. <laughs> and this story is called "Technically Lying About Combos in Your Deck." Okay. That's an interesting technically, huh? The technically is in quotes too. So it's doing a lot of work in <laughs> Ooh, that sense. That's uh, like a double technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it goes. Have you ever had a rule zero conversation that seemed to go well, but you ended up being dunked on by a technicality? I have two personal salty examples of this. And ironically, both of them have to do with Niv Mizzet Perun. A rando pulling out an Is It Niv deck is always a huge red flag to me. My playgroup doesn't play infinite combos but we often don't have a full pod and our LGS sits a random person with us. I immediately ask if he's running the curiosity combo and he says, no, I breathe a sigh of relief and we begin the game. He does nothing for the first five turns aside from playing a talisman. He plays Niv and we're not worried about dying immediately and others are already establishing their own engines. He untaps and plays tandem lookout and kills the table on turn six. <laughs> Play. <laughs> I shockingly respond with, I thought you didn't run curiosity combo. He says, I don't just stand up lookout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumbfounded. He didn't technically lie, but unless he was intentionally dunking on us, he should have understood that I was probing for all curiosity type combos with Niv and not specifically the card curiosity. The second example was the same type of technicality, but with a different combo. Learning from the first experience, I asked this new guy if he's running any of the curiosity type combos or any infinites in his Niv deck. He says that he is running curiosity, which I'm hesitant about, but at least I know how to prepare. The play pattern oddly goes the same with him playing a talisman and nothing else for the first five turns. I pass to him holding up both removal for Niv or removal for curiosity. He untaps and states aloud, if you guys don't have a counterspell, I win right now. Noticing one of his lands is Reliquary Tower, and he can't play Niv, I'm confused. He drops Leveler to exile his library, <laughs> then, <laughs> then Thoracle to win the game. <laughs> Removing neither of these prevents their ETBs, so we lose. I ask in annoyance, I thought you weren't running any other combos, 
And he responds, this isn't an infinite combo. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Both examples left me extremely frustrated. Like you stated in one of your episodes, it's impossible to state all cards that you're not interested in playing against in a one-minute rule zero conversation. Blanket statements like please no infinites and minor probing questions are all you can do. But it feels dishonest when players like these do take advantage of our lack of time and specifics to dunk on us with the technicality. Mm. Do you agree or disagree? Big agree. Super agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. It's a major sucks. dick move, but it definitely makes me laugh. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. More so on the first one, because that's like, no, I'm not running curiosity. I was like, it's like, is, what is it? Obsidian? 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 What's the other one? Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Obsidian Obsidian I. I was like, is that how it's going like, yeah. to be that? It's like, that's like, dude. It's interesting. Like, I laugh right now at it, like hard. Like, I find it so funny. But if, if I was in that pod, I'd be, so I'd be like, you're yeah. a fuck face like are you kidding me right now yeah, like, like fuck off dude i would have been so fucking mad i probably would have been like i'm not playing with you anymore i'm over it hashtag over it see ya it just feels <laughs> like such a loophole thing with a rule zero conversation like yeah especially with that first like that first one i think we can all agree is the most tilting out of these. Oh, yeah. I, that one that one there's like one world where it's like that player homebrewed their deck. They like never heard of EDH rec. They're just pulling cards from their collection. Yeah. They know their list by heart. And someone's like, Oh, do you have curiosity in there? And they're like, I don't know what that card is. Nah, I don't have curiosity in yeah. there. You know, there's like one version. And what a all fucking other crock versions, of shit. One version in like versions, a... this person is just kind of a shitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just the the um actually of being like, uh actually Tatum Lookout isn't curiosity. So yeah. You lose. Uh, shuffle it again. Yeah, yeah. One more. Yeah. <laughs> you know he asked for one more after it. Yeah. You guys want to get one more in? This second example. Now, now this one is a little different because I do feel like I don't know. I think if someone asked me if I had infinite combos in a deck and I had like a thoracal or like an instant win button, I would probably still talk about it because to me, like the the gist of that question, do you run infinites? Is like, do you run something that is going to end the game immediately. Like, do you have an instant win combination of cards that you can play, whether it's infinite or not infinite, that is going to end the game. Mm -hmm. And to be like, eh, I do have one infinite and then not talk about the other thing. I I don't know. It feels dishonest to me. Not the same gotcha thing as, as the first one, but feels very, very similar. Yeah. Similar. I think there's a lot of, maybe it's how you do the rule zero. And I think I've definitely tried to change a little bit with, um, I have a, a Xenagos deck that I took like go to Helm out because I did it like once. It was funny, but they knew it was in there. I didn't like, mm-hmm. oops, go to Helm in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's not infinite. I only make yeah. 100. Yeah, but I put, <laughs> I put Bloodthirster in there from the, from the Warhammer precons and it hits and then it untaps and hits again. It's basically Goto, like, mm. but so like it gets to like being. Like, oh you're yeah, up, you're hitting somebody for like 128. Like if it lands and it like you have Xenagos and Bloodthirster, it's game over. Mm-hmm. So like it's more of how does your deck win? And then it's like all right, if it's this Niv player, it's like all right, well it could go infinite with Curiosity, but I also have like Thoracle now. I could maybe try to do a Thoracle win. Mm. Like that's a little bit on. I don't want to say it's in the end. It's mostly on the div player because you you like yeah you knew what they wanted you knew the information that they wanted you really yeah. probably knew what they were really asking and you were like yeah 
it's got that in there <laughs> yeah. and some other stuff like <laughs> maybe it's, something else <laughs> like yeah so if i sit down with my son he goes it's like listen it's gruel beats it's trying to just smash face but there's also bloodthirster in it which is essentially a a two card combo and game over yeah, yeah for sure i think that's a great point i think like focusing a little more on what people's decks do do yeah. rather than like trying to do find you Mike. <laughs> oh no uh, i think rather than <laughs> derailed oh, sorry derailed i derailed myself yeah That's you awful. walked into that one man you walked into doo-doo gross yeah walked into doo-doo. <laughs> um t- trying to focus on like what people's decks are actually doing as opposed to not doing is just a little easier way to to get at that information like if someone says oh i'm i'm trying to assemble a two card thorical combo or like oh i'm trying to play cannon and value out huge fatties on turn two like you can you can get a better sense of what it's going for rather than having this like laundry shopping list of like oh do you have infinites i'd prefer if you didn't like oh do you have counter spells i don't want those like oh do you run a lot of board wipes don't play those against me you know like you can't really do that but you can check in on what people are playing and i'm not even you don't even need to do like the whole i have thorical and it's going to win either thorical with this thorical that or this mm-hmm. and like you list off everything it could just you could just say listen i could win via like a curiosity because it's an visit i also have thorical to try to win a thorical you know you, like you could just leave it at that yeah. That way they can kind of at least expect some kind of thorical route. Like you have that ability to do that. Yeah. Instead of just assuming that, oh, you're in that kind of a deck that does that. Yeah. The thing is, everything we're saying also only works with like assuming the players are operating in good faith. Exactly. You, you know, <laughs> are telling the fucking truth. You mean, yeah. <laughs> Someone that's going to scum a rule zero conversation is going to do that. No matter how you exactly. approach the conversation, it'll give you some peace of mind that you weren't <laughs> wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that is so true. There's like with some people, there is no way you can ask that question where you're going to get an honest response. Like mm-hmm. even, yeah. even if you were like, do you have any infinite combos? Do you win with Thoracle? They might just be like, well, I, I usually win with curiosity. And you're like, okay. And then they're like, but sometimes I win with Thoracle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like taking it back, we were talking about like my Eureka deck. And maybe that's why I'm more like, I try to push for that. Cause I went into a pod saying it's not competitive Eureka. I don't think it's CEDH. And then I tutored for the consultation. Like I am such a piece of shit. I so oh, I thought you were like flipping big damage, but you're <laughs> that that too. But I also tutored for the combo and I'm like, I'm such a piece of shit. So I'm villainous. so mad. I, wow. Like I did it and I just looked at everybody's faces like, oh no. Are you the fucking Niv Mizza player here? I was like, I'm that guy. Yeah, I don't want to be deck. that guy. Oh man. What is your Niv deck run? Do you run Curiosity in your <laughs> that is so fucking funny dude truthfully i have been there before too i i sat down uh met up with some friends at lgs and we had like five people and i was like all right we got five people i'll play like my combo deck uh just because you know i'm not gonna win with combat damage so i play my gave deck and we all sit down and i draw and and in my in my opening hand I have a turn to win with with walking ballista and Do infinite it. mana. And I was just like, I don't think I can cast this. Like, I feel like such a <laughs> fucking villain to to even bring this deck. But did you? No, you I, didn't. I didn't. He, he didn't. fucking did. I remember. I remember him looking over to me and being like, Mike, 
look at my hand <laughs> and then i look at the board state and there's like you know like random four fours with like one someone played a land of war elves and, I'm like, and like what are you doing dude yeah it, it, and it was one of those pods where i was like are we cool if i play this high power combo deck and everyone's like yeah totally and some person's like yeah but i'm insisting on playing this like 30 dollar budget deck and i was like that's on them all right yeah we, we, <laughs> that's on exactly you. that's on them but at the same time i'm like oh man i feel weird now and, and then <laughs> to get that perfect draw that i've literally never seen with that deck in the entire many years i've played it i was like holy shit i have a turn to win here i cannot do this like because then they're just going to make a four-person pod and i won't be in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially stakes are high in a five-person pod Who's yeah voted out? <laughs> yeah exactly the first person to get knocked out then it's just a normal game <laughs> it's the college smash rules whoever loses first it's not there <laughs> yeah exactly dude exactly what do we think about the slot rating here on this one it's fucking high as fuck yeah, also, it's pretty high. i normally don't it's go high. first like <laughs> fuck that guy i hate people that do that and it happens too frequently you're ruining the games for everybody you yeah. might think you're sneaky and cool and funny i'm not laughing um, I yeah. fucking hate you. Like I, said, I think everybody has their moment where they see the villain or like me realize that they were the villain and it, change, <laughs> and it changes you hopefully for the better. And you realize I should be more upfront with what this deck does, how it does it. You don't yeah. need it. Like here's, here's my mox field. Be like, you don't need to show them the link, but yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. If someone says, do you run curiosity? Don't be like, technically no <laughs> not really not really <laughs> this motherfucker has not changed at all he did it once and then he did it again <laughs> no it's a different, it, it was a different, different guy, right? players. It was two players it was two it's players. just niv players uh, yeah, it's just uh, something about those niv players <laughs> just the niv players but i would say if someone does this and doesn't immediately like feel bad visibly to you like if they're not they're like evil. apologetic like you don't need to play more games with don't them, shuffle that kind of indicates what yeah. you're getting do not shuffle up again yeah i mean i agree with everything you guys are saying and this is this is super high salt for me. I, I think if you want to be the kind of player that does technicalities and stuff like that, rule zero is not the time to do it. The time to pull that shit out is when you're doing table politics. Mm -hmm. Like that is when like letter of the law technicalities with like deal making and shit like that. That's when you can be a little bit cheeky and and you know maybe uh, maybe stretch that social credit a little bit. And be like, well, technically I am attacking this opponent, but I'm also killing you right now. You know, <laughs> like, like that's the moment for that kind of shit. Don't do that with rule zero. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for telling him, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse it. <laughs> well, let's see we guys. How about one more? Let's go. One more. One more. All right. Let's dip into our Patreon, our Patreon bag of questions. Uh, this one comes to us from our buddy Accidental TPK. Hell yeah. A, a mainstay on the show. Accidental TPK gets into a lot of salty situations. <laughs> <laughs> and this post is titled Confession Time, Getting Salty Over a Bad Deal and a Misunderstanding. I feel like I'm about to be eating my words about technicalities. <laughs> uh, and the story goes, I was playing with my usual four player pod playing a Hirobi death's whale deck. And my opponents were playing Kibo Rayami and Glunch. Glunch. around turn six. Kibo is looking pretty scary and is gunning to the Rayami player since he has a lot of commander damage on him. And Rayami has haste trample flying and first strike. 
Uh, Rayami is the Sultai like keyword soup vampire commander. It's, it's like a classic from from the old days. I want to keep up a good board state, and I have a labyrinth of Skofos on the battlefield ready if needed. I propose to the Kibo player that if he attacks the Rayami player with Kibo, who is a 12-12 at this point, that I will pump him with my sack artifacts. He agrees, and I sack three treasures to cast a creature and end my turn. Then the Kibo player takes their turn and swings Kibo at me. <laughs> swings Kibo at me for 18-18 with Trample. What the hell? <laughs> I asked him why he was going back on the deal he made with me, and he said, I attacked Ryami. That was our deal. I pointed out that I would have had the mana to pull Kibo out of combat with the Labyrinth of Skofos and would have survived. And he said, you never said that it had to be Kibo. Why would I make a deal with you where I take out my one way to survive Kibo by pumping him up if I thought you would attack me with him? I could have cast a Roby on my next turn and made the game more favorable for myself as I had a Nefeshu on the board. And at this point, I was just mad about the whole situation, and Kiba was commanding enough board state, so we chalked it up as a misunderstanding, and I just took the L. Ryami lives and does jack on their turn, then glunch board wipes. You gotta be fucking kidding me. The glunch player vapes. Fuck yeah. Fucking get it, dude. Vape life. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So she steps outside for a minute and has me take over her hand while she was gone. Luckily, (laughs) (laughs) this is (laughs) board wipes. Leaves. (laughs) Leaves. <laughs> such, <laughs> such an epic play. That's such a like cool girls don't look at explosions moment. Damn. <laughs> oh man. She has me take over her hand while she's gone. Luckily, she had a shit ton of answers for either player, all while Glunch is getting massive. She ended up taking the game after a couple turns. I know deals can be broken, but this misunderstanding left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Even though it was resolved, it might be a while before I trust that player with deals again. <laughs> Mike, you have a lot of experience breaking deals. How do you know. feel about oh, this one? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, have one, I have one recent experience. <laughs> <laughs> so you think this is okay? You think this is cool, Mike? No, I I mean no, I don't think this is okay. <laughs> I don't know. I can. I'm on. I'm only focused on the Glunch player at this point. So like, everything else is out of my brain. I feel like the thing is when you play Magic and you go to make a deal, we all become a lawyer for five minutes, yeah. and like you best make that shit lock tight, or you're gonna get fucked on the other side. Yeah. And I frequently get fucked. I would be a bad lawyer, is what Magic has taught me over my career of playing i will always try to do the same like i will make sure everything is like are you gonna hit me with that 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 because i don't i don't trust anybody like i almost i'll be honest i almost never make deals because i am afraid of getting screwed over i'm afraid of screwing somebody over in some way that they didn't think i was gonna or being tempted to because i will um (laughs) so i just technicalities man (laughs) i just don't i don't make i don't make deals with nobody I feel like in our pod recently, we've started doing this thing where someone like talks about a deal out loud and like <laughs> it's not made and it gets to the next person. So they're like, wait, what you're going to. And it's like, we didn't even make a deal. Like we talked out loud, but nothing was solidified. <laughs> I like, like the idea of deals. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that you say we, Tony, when it's you and Nick who do that. 
<laughs> I do not do that. That is atrocious. I feel atrocious like you literally lie. did that in the last game we played. The number that of times you said we're friends, Nick right? That. <laughs> yeah, like, I say that all the time. But yeah. I say that because, like, you're not. Are you gonna hit me right now? Like, we yeah. can be friends. It's, like, you you say we're friends, and to you that is like an ironclad. Like, well, you're not gonna fuck with me ever. <laughs> and then someone attacks you. You're like, yo, we said we were friends. Like, that means nothing, dude. <laughs> we are friends, Blightsteel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, you you guys are totally right. You have to you have to be ironclad. Like, accidental TPK here says that they were like, will you attack? this other player with the Kibo and the other player says, you didn't say that. I mean, who really knows? Cause this is the retelling, obviously a little bit biased from our buddy here. Well, so now you call him a liar. That's messed up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, except the TPK, um, the TPK stands for total fucking clier. You know what I'm saying? PH. <laughs> yeah. PH fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, you do need to like, absolutely make sure it's locked tight. Cause um otherwise don't make deals <laughs> like be like me don't trust nobody don't make deals <laughs> yeah. yeah at yeah. least make it tight enough that if someone manages to squeeze around it you're like okay at least i'm impressed by that yeah you know like then yep. then you can at least be okay with <laughs> that moment you get duped well you didn't say you were playing leveler uh thoracle yeah right <laughs> <laughs> okay you got me yeah you that me is there. not curiosity you're you're right all right <laughs> I, I do. Like, we do have to talk about the Gludge player a little bit, though, because this is like, <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> sick. like the so biggest epic. flex. I just imagine this player like punching a jukebox on the way out, too. And he starts <laughs> playing music and like popping their collar and just being like, I'm going to go over smoke. And you're like, damn, <laughs> it's also like the player that just a, got killed. Somebody else their hand. Yeah. 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 The player that literally just lost. Be like, here's my hand. Don't make any deals, though. I'll be yeah. back in time. You go, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the handing so over the hand is because it's like such an insinuation of like i'm gonna be a while like, <laughs> yeah. i i do also kind of love that though i feel like letting somebody sit in your chair when you have to go do something else is like a fun way to bring people in a game when they're totally. like spectating or they already got knocked out it's like hey yeah. i gotta go like use the bathroom like play play a few cards for me you know like see if you can maximize this take a look at what's in my hand and, and just like do some fun shit it's also exciting when you're the player and you come back though and you're like, okay, like, like what, what happened? happened? <laughs> and you either get to dunk on them for doing shit or you get to be like, yo, you like fucking accelerate my board state. Like, let's go. It's hype either way. Like, <laughs> it's the real friend test. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it totally is. Like, don't don't fuck me over, dude. Especially if there's like a Zurin orb on the field, man, and you can just sack all permanents. Like, yeah, did I just get mind slavered? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the kibo player isn't going to be like hey uh take my hand for a couple turns <laughs> right yeah. you're like oh yeah sweet uh sacrifice kibo um <laughs> all my bananas <laughs> stack all your treasures float mana don't do anything with it and now that i'm in control <laughs> just concede <laughs> yeah it's like the ultimate mind slaver turn the real play is you give your hand to somebody and then somebody else mind slaves them Oh, and then man. they take their turn. Life. <laughs> now your, your hand is two people removed from you. <laughs> yeah, then you just go in the longest vape break possible. Yeah. You're just like I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm gonna, I need to get. I need to get some milk from the store, guys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I can just imagine Glunch with his little tentacles, like just ripping a, a vape. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know you were cool like that. Damn, Glunch. 
my god. Uh, what do we think about the salt rating on this one before we criminalize Glunch any further? <laughs> I'm tepid. It's kind of like, yeah. the, like it's, you know, it's like, yeah, man, like you didn't dot all the T's and cross all the I's in your deal. But yeah. yep. I would do the same thing. Maybe if like approached with a deal, I'd be like, well, you said not to do that. I We didn't talk about this. Yeah. But the next time that player comes in with the deal, it is going to be like, a, you going to fuck me again? Like yeah. you did. On that you going to do one? this? Are you going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you guys. I, I don't think this is like super salty. I think it's pretty average salt. You know, it's just the kind of salt that you expect to get every once in a while. Um, every once in a while, you expect to get that like super salty French fry out of your McDonald's fries, you know, and you're <laughs> like, whoa, like that one. All right. Someone had a heavy hand with the with the salt shaker in there. But, uh, you know, it, it happens from time to time. And, and I think it's a it's a teachable moment. You know, yeah. Th- this is one of those things where next time you're going to make sure your deal is ironclad. And honestly, I think that like when you do loophole those deals, when you do like use those technicalities and push through a deal like that, I think it's good practice to kind of point out how you're doing that and say, like, this is the deal you said. I'm still abiding by that. This is why you're (laughs) fucking stupid. I mean, am I right? Like, and get good. I hate you. you. Fucking get good. (laughs) You don't want to be a jerk, but like, (laughs) sort of, because I think it is important that people know the types of deals they're throwing out there. And if you're like, "Yo, that deal was whack," and I took it because I knew I could be kind of shitty with it, like, (laughs) 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 or just don't make deals. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. don't trust that. Don't trust anybody. Trust no one. Not even yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it that time of the week? Oh man, um, sure hope so. Let me let me double check. Yep, yes, I believe. Uh, I believe it is that time of the week, Tony. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, I like that one. That's good. But what what time of the week is that? <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Thursday. Tony, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. You're a fuck. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the type of the week where well, I, I let, let me not get ahead of myself. This type oh my God. of the week comes <laughs> every week. I like that this is getting this longer is the longest and longer. Lead in we just have to yeah, we're just it's the anticipation yeah. thing, Mike. <laughs> it's called showmanship. Yeah. They're squirming in their chairs with a, in excitement. They're like, I don't even know what to like what t- what is the time of the week? I don't even what fucking could this know. Be? Bumping into the car in front of them on their commute to work right now. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Slowly edging forward. I get out of his car. What are you doing? It's the time of the week. I gotta know. What is the time of the week? It's the time of the week where we say, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. What's the salty card of the week? The salty card of the week this week is, Lord, I was born a salty man. Trying to cast my spells and doing the best I can. When it's time to rage scoop, I hope you'll understand. That I was born a salty man. Ramblin' Man by the Almond Brothers. Nice. Salty Man by <laughs> Sam. Are you going like, to say salty. that? <laughs> and I'm just going to say, say the song <laughs> that I'm doing. <laughs> That'll be the dismount. <laughs> nice. Well, this week it is Wake of Destruction. It sounds like something I wouldn't like. Yeah, Tony, you're going to like this. It's uh, not blue, so it's got that going for it. It is three, okay. three, and three red, six. And sorcery for destroy target land and all lands with the same name as that <laughs> land. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so Tony, how would this one make you feel? Whoa, uh, we can go with our guest first, giddy. bro. <laughs> what are you doing, Mike? I excuse me. All right. We'll 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 go with <laughs> Mike, lately you've been really fucking up the salty card of the week segment. I gotta say, <laughs> gotta say, wow. And here I was thanking you for songs last week, and <laughs> now I'm just getting thrown under the bus. <laughs> All right, never mind, Tony. I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to hear about how you feel about this, Mark. How do you feel? Oh, me? How do I <laughs> yeah, feel? Yeah, that's uh, a good thing. We had a little diversion because I had to look up the card on Scryfall because I don't know any cards by name. Oh yeah. Next time you're using Google, it'll go faster. Yeah, but once you got of... to destroy land, I was like, well, I already don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst land destruction I've ever seen. But I I am not a fan of like in casual play of land mm-hmm. destruction. Mm-hmm. I was playing a game not that long ago. I don't it hasn't aired yet. Mm-hmm. It's on, on a gameplay show. Depending on when this episode airs, I don't want to like spoil it. But the player uh was playing like a um Tatiova landfall deck mm-hmm. and she sacked all of her lands to bring them back with like Scootswarm on the field which I know because I do it in uh, like a green sleeves deck and I had mm-hmm. a counter in hand but you have to sack the lands as a cost Ooh. so I was like oh I, risky run I told her straight I was like listen I I can counter this I feel bad like this feels like land destruction adjacent but this is what destroy target land and all lands with the same name in your casual pods, that's yeah. that's dark because that's gonna wipe somebody like if, especially if it's a monocolor. Yeah, deck. the monocolor yeah, player is fine. It does, <laughs> it could hit you back depending on what you're like mm-hmm. you're running this in, so it could be sort of fair. As far as lane destruction goes, this is not the worst offender I've seen. I don't I don't like to run this stuff unless it's like single land destruction for like pocket case lands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do I have to give it a rating? Am I supposed to give it a rating now? Oh, no. Uh, no that, I, gave it, I, gave it, I gave it two salts out of five. Closer, <laughs> That's to, good. closer to a two than a three. <laughs> <laughs> I like just two salts with no with no scale. This is two salts. Uh, all right, Sam, how do you feel about this one? What? Um, <laughs> this, one, this one doesn't make me too salty, and I think it's because I don't play a lot of mono-colored decks. Even in my decks that are like, you know, two color and stuff like that, I still play a lot of like non-basic lands. So this is one of those things. It, to me, it just kind of seems like a bad card, uh, <laughs> like six mana. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to maybe like wipe one person of their lands. Yeah. Like it just doesn't seem that great. I think there's like non-basic land destruction out there that's cheaper and better than this. But I, I think if I was playing a monocolored deck and someone hit me with this, obviously that'd be super, super frustrating. But it just kind of seems bad. I don't know. I, I feel like it's on the salty card list purely because it says destroy land uh, and not because people are actually playing against this. Yeah, kind of agree. What do you think, Tony? Were you about to fucking go? I was to never. Your yeah, thing I, of never. It? I was trying to get. I was trying to get in real quick before he asked me, like, Mike. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying really hard, but I thought well, you were going to say something. You. So I, so you I, know, I, I waited. To get my <laughs> this card makes me fucking giddy, and I'm surprised to be honest. Like, I really don't like 
land destruction. I'm very against it. But for some reason, I think this is so fucking funny. And oh like, God. especially because you could just be like, yep, all the forests are gone. All the islands are gone. Like, <laughs> because it's bad, I like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I like about this card. Like, six mana to maybe hit the right things. But you always say island, right? Like, if yeah. I have this in the deck... <laughs> It's so much worse because it only like even if there's one island out and the correct choice is like swaps, like I'm always picking it's islands. It's just worse right? boil it's for you. It's just target land. You could just say, I'm going to blow up everyone's reliquary towers. Yeah. <laughs> Use it as the least efficient strip mine effect. Yeah, all the command yeah. towers are gone. Yeah, all command towers. <laughs> it's. Just, I just think it's like kind of funny and like I don't expect to ever see it. But weirdly enough, if I had the right deck, I would think about putting it in. <laughs> crazy what a villain <laughs> mike what do you think about this thanks glad you guys asked uh Listen, i tried to get shin first <laughs> <laughs> i know you did i appreciate that uh you will not be targeted by the wake of destruction that i'm, I'm never <laughs> casting actually i'm so surprised by you guys because of all of the land destruction cards this one is actually the most bullshit in my mind why like, the other ones <laughs> the other ones i at least feel like you can like do some like breaking parody stuff like i agree this is also one of the worst salty cards that we've seen like it's it's pretty bad as a card it's just too expensive for what it's doing the art is sick the art is sick so it does have that going for it uh nice job todd lockwood yeah get it todd sick name too get it todd <laughs> but the problem is like the most common play pattern for this would probably be one person's on a monocolor deck and you hit it and they lose like four lands and then maybe one other person loses a land or two, mm -hmm. which is just such a fuck you in particular that you can't even <laughs> aim particularly well because it's like you only have access to hitting that on certain players easily for doing very much with it. It's just yeah. spraying all over the toilet room. Yeah, and like Sam was saying, it's like sitting dead in your hand all the time, and then you're just shitting it out without caring where it's looking at. Because like the one time you can cast it, you're like, finally, I get to hit three lands with my six mana spell. Oh, dude, that is such a good point. Yeah, like the the first moment you can cast this, you're dropping it down, and it's it's just a bad play. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not good. But again, that's what makes me like it. <laughs> I may, maybe I like it because people wouldn't play it <laughs> unless they're just being goofy. Yeah. <laughs> play it. No land destruction, but it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. You like, land destruction like, I would be deck? like, you know what? You're right. It's fine. <laughs> it is interesting in that it kind of is funny as a combo with like non-basic land hate. Like if you have a bunch of stuff that stops non-basic lands from untapping or like from doing things or for pings people when they use non-basic lands. And then you also get to blow up all their basic lands. That's like kind of funny, but still equally messed up and would make me super salty too. So I guess you could combo with like Blood Moon. Yeah. And then name oh, Mountain. Dude. And then every, everybody has mountains, right? That would work that yeah, way. Yeah, that would does work it, that does way. Does it change the name for them or does it just make them? It just makes it uh, a basic mountain. Mind. I don't I, know how they fucking I, I don't have, dude. How does Blood Moon even work? How does any of these cards work? <laughs> how do any yeah, of these actually, cards that's a good point. It? Now I'm doubting myself. It's impossible to know. At I think us. it makes them mountains, so it doesn't tell change us. their name. Tell us. Yeah, because mountains a type. That's a that's a good point. But yeah, I think this card has like like the lowest floor and the highest ceiling. Like everyone can look at this and be like, "Oh man, what a what an amazing one sided board wipe this could be." And then in practice, you're taking out like three forests 
and, yeah and it's and the, and the green player isn't even like far ahead yeah you know? <laughs> like yeah. they've got like a land of war and a few lands and you're like yeah got him <laughs> got him but if you, if you do have like one crazy landfall player that's is like for some reason only running basics like yeah maybe you could slot it in for a medical like that would maybe yeah. be funny but you should that's a cast it once medical. and take it out yeah yeah, that's definitely what this card is. Like, it's a you cast it once, you take it out of the deck. Like, I think you just you just hand the card to your friends and be like, "Look how funny this is," and then you never <laughs> cast it and you never actually play it. You talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, you never <laughs> see it in a game. Yeah, I've, like I've already seen enough of this card, and just in this you know five minute segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've had some thoughts about yep. this, so we're we're gonna wrap that. The next portion is. Where do you think in the top 100 salty cards on EDH rec this falls? Now, Mark, because you're our guest, we would ask that you go last. Because generally speaking, the person who goes last has the best chance because they've heard the two other guesses. So they get to yes. they get to prices right. It. And and we're not doing prices right rules, so you can really bully people. Okay. Yeah. It, it's nice. it's as it's as close as you can possibly get to to the number in the top one hundred. So but it's in the it's in the top one hundred. It is it's in, in the, the top, top one hundred. Yeah. That is surprising. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That card is not good as that high up. There are so many cards that just say destroy land on it that just get into the top 100. Instantly, people just see red. People yeah. just see that and they're just like, salty, maximum salt. 85. So, as... Fuck. Yeah, Tony <laughs> loves to just slam them in there. 85? Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna gamble here and say 88. Wow. You fucking piece of shit. Gamble. Gamble my so ass. Is it- is it whoever's closest wins? Yeah, yeah whoever's, whoever's closest. closest so I have to, I can either go, what is it, 85 yeah. and 87? 85 yeah. and 88. So you can either go a- above or below. You could go in the middle, baby. Whatever that's you want. That's what I'm going. I was thinking about going there. I was really hoping you guys were just like two apart and I could just take the one in the middle. So it's, <laughs> do I try to get closer to the 85 or the 88? That's the real question. Who do you think is more right? It's not that good. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the 87. 87 i love it <laughs> amazing what a move amazing well unfortunately it's not 87 uh, so it's, is it 86 <laughs> no it's 48 what Hi? Fuck, oh Sam. Guess you that's fucking won, that, bitch. That's stupid. It's it's 48. That's, it's so stupid. Who in a row, baby? <laughs> Every single person that's had this cast at them is immediately ranking at one. Okay. This is on EDA track. I don't know how many decks this is in. <laughs> well, that wait, wait. So before you look, next, yeah. that was going to oh. be the next okay. question. All right, I don't want to. So <laughs> there are so it's EDA track. There are a million and four hundred thousand potential decks it could be in. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to say that decks it was in. I was like, man, I'm real off on, the, on my tech, so man. That, that many decks with red in their color identity. Often we do percent-based. I'm yeah. not going to do that this time. I'm going to try and how many decks do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to say a number. I want a number. Yep. Sam, you want to start us off on this? 62. 62. Okay. I think no one's playing this freaking bad <laughs> card. <laughs> uh, I think... Uh, 1200 1200 all right mark what do you think 109 
Tony takes it on the double. It's fifteen hundred and twenty-seven. That's so many. That's, that's it's so, so many, many, dude. Yeah, but you're talking about like one point four million, right? Is what you just said. Yeah, it's still zero percent. So like, there, there's fifteen hundred people out there that are stupid. That was in my mind. I was like, it's zero percent for sure. The context I was thinking about it is that there are some bad commanders that have like twelve decks. You know, in those millions of decks, there's there's twelve of them. So I was like, this card sucks. Like, it can't possibly be more than than seventy. You know, well, it is too bad. You're just a scrub. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah get get good. Step up your tech. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, why you know. are you not running Wake of Destruction? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I really got to I really got to step it up, man. Get that. Get that Todd Lockwood on lock. Nice. Well, that wraps it up for the salty card of the week. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Mike. That was a lovely salty card. And thank you, Mark, for joining us today in the Howling Saltmine, dude. Mark. Thank you for having me on the Howling Saltmine. So where can we find you if people are craving more of that Mark content? I highly doubt that, but thank you for <laughs> inferring. Uh, you can find me on mainly on TikTok. That's like my main hub. That's where I'll like respond to comments more, whether it be like in the comments or with videos and stuff like that. Um, but I am on Instagram if you are anti-TikTok, because for whatever reason, uh, I mostly just repost there, but I'm getting more active there. Um, I am on Twitter as well, or X, whatever we call it these days. I'm also on YouTube, uh, but that is as Spicy Play. Uh, it is the Hot Pepper Deck Tech Show. Um, I've done two. I will be doing a third. I guess I'm spoiling now. I'll do the next Pocky One Ship. I've had other creators like MTG Bear and um, mm-hmm. Play to Win did an episode. That's still my favorite episode. Those guys are awesome. It's a really uh, good one. They chickened out too. They fucking spit out the pepper, man. They didn't. Even I think I think they were getting close to throwing it up. They, they, they do taste like shit. <laughs> yeah, they do uh, taste bad. Like a, a, a raw habanero tastes not good. Upcoming guest host of our very good show right here, Sam is doing. Uh, yep. Do we want? Do we want to say what deck you did? Yeah. You? Um. I I did my Togo Kesket deck. It was a ton of fun. That should hopefully come out in relative time to this. If I am not lazy and <laughs> I just I I do the work I got to do. Um. I'm. It's. I'll be honest, like long form content is always like my Achilles heel is just doing something that's like requires mm-hmm. more work. Even though I do love it more and I like doing it more, it's always like the thing that. I always find myself not doing the most of dude. I'm so much the opposite. Like it, it is unfathomable to me to have an entertaining 30 seconds. Like I, <laughs> I can, my brain does not work that way. I'm like, I just, but I need a whole hour for them to yeah. learn my personality and fall in love with our, <sighs> our jibber jabber and our dynamic. I love, I love doing long form <laughs> content. It's just like, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just, I always spread myself too thin and then I sit down to do it. I'm like, eh, armored core. Yeah, them's my main homes: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Hell yeah, dude! The occasional stream on Twitch, um, but I don't really. I do it when I feel like it, or when I want to try to do like a charity stream or something like that. Sick. And and we'll have all of Mark's links down in the show notes. You guys can check them out. Uh, personally, I love to watch your stuff on Instagram. Uh, like five weeks after it appears on TikTok, because that's <laughs> like how adult. that's how Instagram and TikTok works. <laughs> I, I'm always like with my wife. I'm like, hey, check out this funny video, and she's like, yeah, I saw that like a month ago, and I'm like, oh. My wife is my wife's that she do that. Like I hear like an audience like, are you just getting to that sound? That's yeah, just, that's old me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like this is so funny. Look at him it's go. A, it's an older <laughs> model, but it checks out. <laughs> I do try to like dual upload when I can. Like if it's something that makes sense to go up on both, whether it be like something using like, an audio sound on TikTok, yeah, for sure. I will almost immediately upload it to Instagram as well. But 
a lot of times it's just like old things I posted to TikTok already that are like, oh, I never posted this there. I should yep. put up this unhinged video. <laughs> I love it, dude. Um, well, sweet. Thanks again for for coming on the show today. Thanks again for having me. It was a joy. And to the prospectors out there, if you want more Howling Saltmine content, check us out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Howling Saltmine. We have a couple tiers that you can check out there. Join our Discord. We have a thriving community there. We are playing games monthly with all of our prospectors in there. We're talking about spoilers. We're sharing decks in our decklist database that that we're kind of making on there. Um, and we also have our bonus content for, for the higher tier. We have our extra salt show that comes out every single month, our stray grains, our short form content, all the tangents and funny bits that don't make it into the final cut of the show. We also have our uh, various avenues of merch at this point. You can get our branded Dragon Shield sleeves on our website. You can also get amazing sleeves for your body. I'm talking about shirt sleeves. <laughs> you can get you can get shirts on our bonfire store. And if you have a salty story that you want featured on a future episode, send it to us. You can send that to our Gmail at thehowlingsaltmine at gmail.com, or you can submit it to us through our shiny new website. We have a little submission thing there. Uh, we've been getting a bunch of stories through that, which has been super cool. So hit that up and we will pop it in the queue and you'll hear it on a future episode. Also, if you haven't yet, a five-star review in your podcast app of choice really does help the show a lot. For small creators like us, it, it helps us appear more in the algorithm. Uh, we will naturally get kind of suggested to other people out there in the ether so they can sort of bump into our content and uh, join us in the Howling Salt Mine. Lastly, we got to thank him, our amazing podcast artist, J.D. Burnett, for giving us this beautiful podcast art. If you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo. He's a really awesome guy. 10,000 subscribers are bust. Hell yeah. Stay salty, everybody, and don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. It's the Howling So hit that up and we will pop it in the queue and you'll hear it on a future episode. As long as it's good. <laughs> <laughs> don't send us dumb shit. Yeah, don't send a bad one. <laughs> don't send us. I thought we were playing casual and they played a turn one crypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that enough. <laughs> I was playing in this pod. And uh, I played fucking Tandem Lookout with my Niv, and this guy got really mad at me. Actually. Yeah, what the that fuck? was I like, love. Oh, man, the follow he asked, he asked if I played Curiosity, and I said no. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got you had the gall to get mad about it. <laughs> so I did rage, in fact. I scooped and I raged. <laughs> oh, man. I think, yeah, I mean, the ums are bad, because I do... I do that a lot. And I always try, like, I always tell myself, like, I'm going to try to be better at not doing oh, ums. Yeah. And, uh, and it lasts like a day. And then I go right back to a video and I just, it's everywhere. Don't worry. You're, you're in here with the king of likes. That's a good. Yeah. AKA Tony. So don't oh. even worry about it. Oh. <laughs> Dude, we, we, I literally had to comment. I, I comment that you take a trip to like city, like two times an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I listen to it and it's like a sentence and Tony will say like 12 times. So I'm All like, right. Oh my God. Let's settle down. It's not like you guys are much better. Right? It's a business expense, Sam. <laughs> <laughs>
the graphics card is a business expense dude i i'm recording this mic i fucking have that <laughs> it's a business I'll stand by it it's a business expense don't worry about how much like armor core i'm playing on on the yeah, business right. expense right now but i swear it's exactly. just it's an expense we'll all be incurring yeah uh, i will need, oh, yeah, I need all that for business left. also <laughs> Oh man, did Tony did you just lose Tony? Tony was like, "Fuck that! I don't oh, want to hear an interview." Like, Fuck this guy. He's like, "I'm the only Jersey guy in yeah. here." Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he just abdicated. He's like, "Man, Mark is just out jerseying me right now." I, I will out jersey any of yous. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, he'll be back at some point. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? I mean, Michigan sometimes uh, the oh, power just true. goes out, and the whole the whole state. L- like honestly, kind of like the power will go out. And Tony, one week, Tony didn't have power in his house for like five days, and he Pretty had to sure. record an episode with us at his like girlfriend's friend's house because she still had like she had like a generator or something. Their district had power. Yeah, it was like something ridiculous, man. So. You know he'll he'll be back at some point. As or... you say, are, are we do we we wait? This is like a show pause. Um, Normally we would pause, but uh, here I'll I'll shoot him a text too. Yeah, shoot him a text. I don't know where I he'll put my he'll phone. get back to us pretty quick. Oh no, he he's coming back in. Hold on, let me get this this the stinker in here. Do you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you now. Yeah. Did you lose power? What happened? Yeah, I was gonna say fuck Michigan. Like I fucking hate Michigan so much. <laughs> like I literally like I just browned out. The whole house just boop. Just, oh, they, I thought I still thought you like up to this point they were like kind of like embellishing the fact no, that like, you just that's a real power. actually yeah, in no. fucking Michigan. <laughs> not a bit. <laughs> we uh, we have a Stray Grains episode called Tony versus the Power Company, where it's, <laughs> where it's just Tony raging about how much he hates the Power Company of Michigan because <laughs> it's like a fucking joke, dude. Like, I can't get into it right now because I'm uh, ad- so actively agitated it. by the fact that. Five minutes into this episode, I lost fucking power again. (laughs) And then on YouTube, it is spicy play, hot deck, hot, 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 hot. I'm on. (laughs) You you get it while it's hot.